I don't even. I, I was thinking about maybe starting talking about just bitching about the mid card titles. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. The mid card titles? What do you mean? They're both on SmackDown. Yeah, but I told you I'm almost positive what I read has actually happened. I think he's going to Raw next week. Samoa Joe? Oh, then that he had the flu? Yeah. That's so weird, though. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense why there was a random Braun Strowman EC3 segment. Even you thought it was weird the way they did that. No, yeah. It, well, yeah, but it still doesn't explain why they would have had Braun just attack EC3 with no context. Like, I guess we're supposed to assume that he was so mad about... I didn't even remember the Samoa Joe thing when he was attacking EC3. Well, I just think Samoa Joe was out and they needed to rewrite something, so Vince had him just beat someone up. Yes, yeah, so I would think you would, you know, either the commentators would mention the Samoa Joe thing or... He would just have a match and, and beat EC3, you know? After this week of programming, I think that's asking a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll just start the show. Okay. Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Lee McNulty. I'm joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's up, dude? Um, well, you have to. You already got. You're already starting off on the wrong foot because it's not. It's no longer Wishful Booking. Oh, did we? Did, or did our name get shaken up? Our name did change to the Wishful Booking Experience. Oh yeah, the Angry Fan Experience. <laughs> yes. So let's redo this now. Oh my God! From the top. That's yeah. Hello and welcome to the. Wishful booking experience. The experience of booking wishfully. That sounds so much better, right? Yeah. No. No, actually. In case it didn't always go without saying. (laughs) Just Vikings would have been fine. Not great, but better. Yeah. um, So I did. I didn't say this in texting, but some people said it online that apparently I could uh, totally not defending this name by any means because there's a lot of other names we can think of. But I think chanting war on a PG program is probably an issue for Vince. Which I see-ish, but that does not excuse the name that they got. I literally thought that when they changed their name the first time from War Machine, which it was obviously on the indie scene, to War Raiders. I thought, oh, I'm surprised, kind of surprised War made it past the filter, but it had. You know, I guess NXT, there's different rules. War Machine was apparently already copyrighted for something. I forgot what. Oh, Marvel. Duh. I already know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was Marvel. I, I I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, so that's why that was changed. But um, so I guess they didn't factor in the. But see now, who are the NXT tag champs? That's uh, well, I can't wait for that one because I literally don't know how they're going to play that. Yeah, I guess just call them War Raiders for the duration of the the time they're on NXT. It's I don't know, so maybe bizarre. They, maybe they're going to drop. No, they can't drop the title because they already have precedent for people being NXT champion on the show. Dude, and that was all anyone was talking about Monday night. Like, they, you couldn't even just have a debut. You know what I mean? That ridiculous name change was the entire story for this team Monday night, which like, is a I, shame. I commented on the Instagram post, and I take Stephen McMahon. I said, hey, Steph, you always say that we're your focus group. We'll take a look at this thread. Yeah. Like, every single comment was talking about the name and not the fact that they were called up. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. A lot of the talk on social media Monday night was about the name. And that, what that, is it, Ivor, Ivor oh, and Eric? Ivar, Ivar and Eric, yeah, that's another thing. What is that? What I is an Ivar? I wish I could tell you. Honestly, I have to assume it's like a Norwegian or Scandinavian name, like a Viking kind of name, but then why Eric, right? <laughs> We're <laughs> yeah. talking about this, like, why not Eric and Steven, or better yet, Ivar and another Norwegian name, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, 
I mean, talk about the fact they didn't really need to get called up, period. I don't think that. I mean, the Usos and the Revival are already enough of, of, of a get for Raw. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where... What and base... Alistair and Ricochet are staying together now, so that's another team that oh, they God. have, which that we have a... to just, like us accept. That was a great opportunity to split them up, too. Yeah, it sure was. Oh, man. It's like, it's just no care was put into this, right? Or th- That's how I feel, anyway. No care was put into this at all. Like, from the who was chosen to come up to NXT, obviously how they were handled subsequently, and just really every part of it, I mean, to the, to the well, I guess the mid-card titles we'll talk about, but as of now, it seems like both mid-card titles are not only on one show, but they're on the shorter show. It just, you know, and now, so after the fact, they're going to have to, no, no, wait, Smojo's on Raw, I guess. Just there's a lot of stuff like that. Even if that was because, because Jimmy said maybe that was, Samojo had the flu, I guess there are rumors, but... You know, there are other stuff like that that are just are signs of not giving a fuck to me. Yeah, well, the only thing that seemed to take effort was that there were 13 trades on each brand. That's about it. Yeah. And, I mean, you had a black girl for a black girl, which I saw saw coming, so that happened. Oh, man, yeah, and the two Japanese girls together because Japanese. Oh, man, yeah, I have an issue with that, too. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so Raw Raw starts off with Shane (laughs) and Stephanie in the ring. Um, discussing the superstar shakeup, yep. and there's a big issue with the fact that the McMahons who run the show don't know who's coming to what brand. Apparently, yeah, based on the way they started and ended the superstar shakeup. Yeah, so that was confusing because I mean I kind of saw it coming that the Miz would be the first one. Uh, I guess, but it just raises so many questions in the moment, you know? No, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean more so with McMahon on Tuesday, which we'll obviously talk about, but. But what was Still. even what was the what was even the point? Like, is the feud continuing? Well, they're on different shows now, right? <laughs> well, I mean, Shane though isn't really constricted to SmackDown. I mean, I feel like yeah, he's been, he's clearly on Raw. Yeah. To to me, they all four of them are overseeing everything. Yeah, so, he's like a champion, I guess. In I that, think it's, in that it's, way. it's possible that they um, do another match in Money in the Bank. I don't know. I hope they it don't. It seems like they're going to continue the feud based on what you know what they've been doing, including Monday Night. Which, by the way, I texted you. What a weird, I don't know if anybody was watching as closely as I was, but what a weird way to produce a segment between a face and a heel. I mean, in every tangible way, Shane acted like the good guy and Miz acted like the bad guy, you know, from from attacking him from behind right on down the line. I mean, yeah, but keep in mind the Shane man just put a picture of, you know, his dad squeezing his face. And I mean, yeah, yeah but he's the heel. He's the heel. He's acting like a heel. Even on Raw, he's doing that ring announcer bullshit. Yeah, and, and the baby face is defending the honor. Is he, though? Oh. I mean, he's attacking from behind. Shane's escorting his sister out of the ring so she doesn't get hurt. And then he's overcoming the Miz who attacked him from behind. And it only only with the help of a chair does Miz actually get the upper hand and chase Shane out of the ring. And Shane's not really that wrong to run away from a guy with a chair, right? Based on what we've been taught. No, but I mean, the heel retreat. To see, I don't know. I didn't really care for it in general. <laughs> not really, the I yeah. didn't really think about it that hard. Yeah, I just hate, I hated that the superstar shakeup opened that with that personally. No, I did too. I wrote down. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping Raw would start with a bang, and Shane and Steph started the show instead. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. Thanks. And after this is when we had the Viking Experience debut. God, oh God! And I actually I watched it back. Between the the ring announcer says the Viking and Corey goes to start speaking in the pause. He goes, "Oh, the superstar shake experience," because I'm sure even he was caught off guard by that ridiculous name. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know why they. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't have the titles. I thought that was weird. I felt like they dropped them at a house show and I missed something, and that's yeah. why they were called out. That's I also. Like, oh, weird. I guess they lost the titles. I feel like I would have known about that. I guess that's a new precedent. They don't get to, um, you don't keep their titles on main roster. Sorry, go ahead. They're also heels, which I don't think I have a problem with because I think that their characters are probably better suited as heels. Um, but we know that they they can be a great babyface team, obviously. Yeah, I mean with um, this ridiculous outfits, though, like I'm I would unfortunately be booing them if I saw them live right now. Yeah, well, that's why Vince probably couldn't resist making it as gimmicky as possible. I said to you, I we were tweeting when they had the undisputed era match. We were tweeting when I was watching Takeover, not the two Takeovers ago, that um. That Vince is going to destroy this in the main roster when he sees how the whole yeah. Viking, the whole Viking thing. And I little think did that you know? Band. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop, stop listening to the show, Vince. Yeah. Seriously, I um, need you listening. Thank yeah, you. You don't care enough, honestly. But the Raw Tag Division is all of a sudden great. At least, I mean, I don't know how they're going to book it, but when you look at the the talent involved, yeah, I have a nice little uh, chart here. And we have um, Ryder and Hawkins as champions, which cannot last for much longer, I assume. No. Um, the Usos, the Revival, the Viking Experience. Actually, I'm not even calling them that. The War Raiders. Yeah, the War Raiders. Um, well, actually, no. Well, I'm going to call them War Machine, because if War Raiders are gone, then I'm going to go back with what they yeah. should have been all along. Might as well. War Machine, Alistair Black and Ricochet, and then on the lower end of the totem pole, you have B-Team, the Ascension. I don't know if Heath Slater and Rhino are still a thing. And um, they're currently inactive, but... Brazongo are technically on Raw. I don't know if they're going to be together yeah. when Fandango's back. Apparently, Fandango is getting the Luke Harper treatment that he's ready to come back, but they're not using him. So yeah, well, it's a lot of that going around. Unfortunately, he could be gone. Um, so yeah, that was that. They had an eight-man eight segment. Um, I, I don't like how Vince took away Ricochet's lights for his entrance. I think the new, new lights are nothing compared to what he had. I don't know why Vince had a mess with that. Yeah. Um, Did you notice dumb. the sound effect? I've noticed sound effects for a few a few weeks now. The bullet ricochet? Because I, I heard about sound effects oh, in bullet, his entrance. The bullet's new, but the, the, the hood has been old when he takes the head off. Oh. Like a, oh. Yeah. Oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah. And then there's um, the ricochet, and with Alistair Black, there's the sound of like a drawbridge lowering when his... When his I don't mind his as much as I do dude, ricochets, doesn't that defeat honest. the purpose? I mean, why would I want to picture a rickety draw, like a rickety board raising this guy? It's supposed to be like a mystique thing, like he raises from the smoke and darkness. Like he raises up from out of nowhere like a vampire would. If you saw a vampire um, raising up out of a coffin like that and you heard crick, 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 it would totally kill the effect. Well, I mean, like you said, a casket. I think that's what it's supposed to. I don't know if we're supposed to think that there's nothing raising him. NXT just does better well, with the fog. I just there's don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Why would I even hear the creaking over the music? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think Ricochet is worse. Um, yeah, oh, no, it is. They're both bad. They're both bad. I, I uniformly hate them both. That is the the tag team scene. That's all um, That's all they got, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, which is two big names, Usos and um, War, War Machine. Yeah. Moving on. War Machine. Did you, um, did you, had you noticed how... The commentators were spotty on how they received the new people on the brands. Like with Miz, they're like, ah, oh, this could only mean one thing. But then when Ricochet comes out, Cole's like, could it be? Could this mean? Could could this be? Like, what? You don't fucking know? Well, I mean, I guess we'll just assume that they're finding out when we are, no? I guess, but then certain ones, it seemed like they were they were pretty confident. Like, oh, this must mean he's a new part of the roster. 
I don't well, know. it didn't even mean that they were on Raw because, oh, it did because they're free agents. Because I was going to say, people on Raw who were on Raw didn't mean they were staying on Raw. Yeah. Like Finn Balor was on Raw and he went to SmackDown the next show. And then Lars Sullivan, well, that's true, well, that's, but I mean. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, there's just different rules. It's just in this company, the rules are whatever they need them to be right now. Because you had the NXT guys, you had Lars Sullivan, like I said, like. They're just, they're all over the place. Because it's. Well, seemed, WWE also didn't even know where Lars Sullivan went, so. Yeah. They had him on both was, shows, and then they, I guess, forgot to commit him one way or the other. Instagram finally updated it where it says he's on SmackDown, but Twitter yeah. had him on Raw today. So. Yeah. That's what attention, I mean. Attention to detail. Yeah. No care. Um. Okay, so then we get to um, Becky Lynch and Ruby Riot had a match that was just unnecessary, and then Becky Lynch is cutting a promo and. Natalia comes out. Um, I love how Wade Keller thought that Natalia was getting switched over because he was like, "Oh, Michael Cole didn't even make a big deal about Natalia." And I tweeted oh. at him. I'm like, um, "I tweeted at him. I'm like, well, that's because she didn't move." Yeah, she's been anyway, on Raw. Um, <laughs> she comes funny. out, and then Lacey Evans comes out. Um, I kind of wish that they had like a beatdown and they like promoted the match a bit and not just have like a random match. Yeah. Um, I love how the women's right is not actually her finisher and she's going with the moonsault because she practiced it in NXT a few times. Yeah. Um, and I think it's beautiful looking. It's a setup. Yes. As a setup, it works good. Um, she used the women's right as a finisher, but it worked with full sale because it had more of an impact and it sounded better and all that stuff. Right. Um, so now it's officially Lacey Evans is the number one contender for, I guess, the Raw Championship. Oh, is on Raw. that's another dynamic. Yeah, I didn't even think about Becky too. I think I think that's how that's going to work. Um, is she so she? But she should have. I think she should have two contenders, like you know, for pay per views going forward until she loses one. You if think that's how they're going to do it? You know, you think she should have two matches on a pay per view? Well, if that's how they're going to do it. I mean, you usually would have both titles defended on a pay per view. Right, because that's yeah, the implication. I mean, you is could that also there's, defend on yeah. SmackDown and like maybe every other pay per view each title. Yeah. She could, but I mean, I don't know. I just feel like they're overexposing her way too much. Oh, they SmackDown, are. SmackDown was just SmackDown was ridiculous. Too. SmackDown um, was the ridiculous. iconics is what made that made sense. The way that they tied the whole. Well, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. So then Naomi winds up saying that she debuts on Raw. She's switched over. There was an unnecessary tag team match where Bailey and Naomi. Well, before this, they do a backstage segment, which WWE actually cut. Because there was a longer one online where the Iconics are making it very well known that Sasha's nowhere to be found um, in their great huh. bitchy way. And oh, they yeah. cut like 30 to 40 seconds of it and just get to the point where Bailey is having a conversation, not live, also because her phone showed a different time than what the time really was. That was a little detail. Um, oh, nice. Nice investigatory work. And Corey Graves says, and I quote, because you said that they said nothing about Sasha Banks, but he actually did. He said that Sasha lost her ball and quit the game. <laughs> That's what Corey said. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, which is not really how the saying goes. It's took her ball and went home, Yeah, not lost her ball and quit the game. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but I am uh. starting to believe that this is not going to lead to Sasha leaving. Um, something else happened on Tuesday where like, I was kind of swayed back and I'm back in the middle with it. Um, but I just have an issue with, and it was an, an issue for the shakeup in general, that... Survivor Series comes around, Raw is known as, as a dominant brand. This past Survivor Series, they had this, like, wipe out of them. Mm. And most years, Raw wins. And now all of a sudden, right. because they want to make the SmackDown person look strong on Raw, SmackDown person has to win. Like, with the Usos and Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, 
well, actually, this argument's null and void now because they're not a tag team. But in the moment, I was thinking mm-hmm. that the Usos should have put over Gable and Rude. They're a new heel, they're a new heel team. Gable and Rude can cheat. Usos won't lose anything from it. They can start a little mini feud from it. Usos yeah. can ultimately come out on top. But you're still putting over Gable and Rude as this heel unit. Obviously, yeah. Gable moved to SmackDown, so that's not a big deal. But why are Bailey and Naomi essentially squashing the Iconics? They're not a team. Yeah, no, they sh- they shouldn't. I mean, at that point in the week. It was like, yeah, spoilers. I wonder who's winning this. This, you know, because it was a four on four, right? A four woman, an A woman. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, I wonder if the face team with three new roster members is gonna win. Like at that point, because it was. You're right. All night on Raw. I wish they would have mixed it up a little bit. Is what I'm trying to say. I hated that all the new people won in every case. Yeah. Um, well, Smack SmackDown was the brand that had the the three new people. Raw only had Naomi and Bailey. No, no, no. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, wow. I was thinking about... Sorry, I was thinking about Tuesday. Yeah, well, I mean, it happened there, too. It happened across the board. Yeah. Um, Andrade debuts on Raw. I'm afraid how this works out for him, but when I look at the heel depth chart, I think it could work out, because they don't have a lot of heels on SmackDown right now. Yeah. Um, on, on Raw, you mean? On Raw, yeah. And uh, Andrade and Finn Balor had a really great match. Finn Balor yeah. was responsible for two of the best TV matches of the week on both shows back-to-back nights, so props to him. Yeah. He's Finn Balor. Um, and I love Zelina Vega. I hope that they actually make her a competitor more often because I think that she's pretty. But she's definitely pretty. I think she has a lot to offer that we haven't seen yet. Uh, a lot of untapped potential. I mean, from what I've seen, she's really sick. And she can talk, obviously. And yeah. Raw could use her. I mean, we'll talk about like their women's. It seems like their women's yeah. roster is kind of thin, relatively. Baron. Baron. <laughs> and not, not Corbin. No, thankfully. Um, so, yeah. So we had, like I said, we had Naomi to Raw and then uh, Bailey. Ember Moon, Mickey James, and Liv Morgan all switched over to SmackDown. SmackDown Liv. So Riot Squad is disbanded. Yes. Uh, the san- sanity is disbanded. Uh, Eric Young went to Raw very unceremoniously. Dude, this was heartbreaking to me. Me too. Um, Eric, I, to I, them I, as well. Well, yeah, as we you can see on Instagram. Um, yeah. I put on Twitter, Eric Young, San City, which I thought was funny. I'll probably take that out, though. Um, but But... <laughs> I just it's it's I really just want to talk for a minute about Vince McMahon because this is kind of like what happened with the Wyatts but obviously a lot quicker and a lot more extreme Vince didn't know how to handle them you know like yeah there's certain cases where this old crazy old man needs to be told it doesn't matter if you understand the gimmick or not the the vast majority of people who are not grandfathers totally love the gimmick and that's really all that matters so just like you know don't worry someone else will who understands it will produce the gimmick and you can just shut up and collect your money you don't have to understand it you know what i mean because if that's the criteria he has to understand everything then you know i guess it explains why we're losing a lot of like great acts that are just being totally what does wade say um oh defined down yeah and I mean, at least White family got more of a, at least like a push and a branding and like somewhat, you know, shield six man matches and yeah, you know, they were pretty. Bray Wyatt was pretty prominent. I mean, he lost a yeah. lot, but he was in storylines like almost all the time. Yeah, relatively, um, sanity was nothing. Like they were great in NXT, and they were nothing on the main roster. And all that speaks to is Vince McMahon's inability to handle acts that he doesn't understand. And it's it's just yeah. it's such a shame. They were so good. And there's rumors of Alexander Wolf leaving, but then he's not or something. I don't know where we are with that. Yeah. That's weird. Um, I heard maybe he's going to NXT. I don't know. Who knows? And then Nikki Cross wasn't even drafted. Oh, yeah. Shit. So I don't know where she's going. That's, again, no care. Yeah. 
That's so why you don't weird when you have so much talent. Two different brands, not even mentioning NXT, NXT UK, Two Hundred Five Live. Don't just start splitting up factions all willy nilly because then you have you know instead of a group of people you didn't care about, they're kind of easier to keep track of as a group. Now you have four singles guys that you didn't care about as a group. So what the fuck's going to happen to them now? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and I, you know, he included 205 Live, Cedric Alexander's now on Raw, and Murphy yeah. is on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for Murphy. Cedric's good. Whatever. Um, I, I can't really, I don't know where he's going to fit in. Me neither. He's not good at promos. <laughs> um, so there's that. Yeah. And I'm surprised that, I don't know, I mean, Alexa Bliss and Buddy Murphy haven't posted pictures together. But I of think they're still they're together. Of course, they're on different shows. Yeah, but Naomi and, Naomi and the Usos got to be on the same show. And, oh, yeah. Um, Sarah and um, Eric are on the same show. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> Roe, better known as Roe. Right. Not Eric. Eric um, Rowe. That's weird. You went from Roe to Eric, and there was an Eric Rowan that's now just yeah, Rowan. Eric Rowan tweeted something. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot what he tweeted, but it was funny. I bet you Vince that. I bet you Vince didn't want to have them say Rowan Hansen. You know? If you say it like that, it sounds like, wait, Rowan? Yeah. So then, of course, he his brain didn't travel that far to get to, oh, Eric. <laughs> I just took yeah. Eric away from Rowan, so we'll call him, we'll call formerly Roe, Eric. It's weird. Very weird. Um... <laughs> They were building to uh, a surprise person from SmackDown joining Roman and Seth to face off against Corbin, McIntyre, and Lashley. Uh, unsurprisingly, it wound up being AJ Styles, so that was the big raw get. Yeah. Um, definitely makes me wonder how long it'll take Vince to... Well, no, I want it to take long, but how quickly he'll resist the urge to put Seth and AJ together, because that's like one of the few dream matches left currently on yeah. the main roster, I'd say. Oh my god, um, yeah. So I think that would be great for... WrestleMania, maybe? I don't know if he can hold off that long, but that would be I pretty mean, cool. Yeah, um, I don't want to wait that long. Just knock on wood, like injury or anything. You know? Um, I was ready to book that match for this year, if you remember, a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, um, it depends on what they want to do with AJ. I'm not really sure. Seth is, I mean, you have McIntyre, Lashley staying on the brand. I feel like Lashley may enter more of a main event level role, it seems. Lashley? Yeah. Well, I, I'm... Ninety percent positive. I'm ninety percent positive that Joe's going to go to Raw. So I think that you have two babyface champions on Raw now. Okay. I lie. You don't. No. You have a babyface and a heel. And the small Joe. But yeah. Lashley can't go for the heel. Is my point. Oh, nobody. I don't. They're not. I mean, I would still like to see Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I don't want to see Lashley versus Seth for the Universal Title. Oh, me neither. Um, I just don't know. I just don't think he'll be against Joe anytime soon. Yeah, Lashley versus AJ Styles could be really good. AJ could bring a lot out of him. Yeah, definitely. Um, and AJ looked generally happy to be on Raw. Um, Roman and Seth were even kind of like laughing at his enthusiasm, if you will, which kind of annoyed me. Roman's like, oh, okay, bud, calm down. Yeah. Douchebag. Yeah, seriously. Um, AJ, dude, AJ on Raw, I'm sure that felt really good. It was a long time coming. Yeah, for you know, sure. going back to well, go, going back to TNA, but then again, when he first debuted, the brands weren't split, so I guess it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, that's another thing. Why can't it just be a draft? I feel like he'd pull in more ratings that way. Like, do a draft. The draft feels more important. It's the, the whole element of the podiums and you know the suspense. And why not just do a draft every year? They don't. Why yeah, they is don't, it this shakeup shit? They don't, I think they don't like it to have a sports feel. Which it does. I mean, I would love that. I love a sports field. Yeah, I don't really, especially with Fox wanting allegedly more of a sports field. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's sports entertainment. Um, that's all I have for Raw. I think we, I don't know, am, am I skipping something? Um, um, 
Rey Mysterio's on Raw as well. Yeah, yeah, Rey Mysterio's on Raw. I mean, if... You know, if they split up Aleister Black and Ricochet, you've got Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, Andrade Cien Almas, Aleister Black. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Like, well, yeah, I was saying, like, worker matches, like, sick combinations for, for like, oh. you know, workers. But, yeah, Braun Strowman, too. I mean, Raw's, now that Roman's gone, Raw's upper echelon is looking pretty sick in my book. Yeah, and you have a good top six. It looks like their top six baby faces is Rollins, Styles, Strowman, Mysterio, Miz, and I guess Alexander. That's what Wade said. I don't see how you get that, but I get guess. what Alexander as the sixth babyface. Well, because the only other babyfaces left are Tyler Breeze, No Way Jose. What about Alistair Black, Ricochet? Did you say them? Yeah, but I'm they're in the tag team scene right now, so I'm not <sighs> really putting them in that. But okay. yeah, they would be there. Yes. Yeah. But they're not right now. Right. Um, I love if Tyler Breeze would get a push. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. No. Um, Was he on SmackDown? Didn't Xavier Woods say something? He wanted Tyler Breeze to come to SmackDown. Oh, okay. If, oh, if yeah. he isn't on SmackDown by the end of the night, right? Yeah, which yeah. I was happy that he even remembered him. So yeah. That, that was, that was kind of like a Rollins revival moment, I feel like. Huh. Like hint, hinting, like, this guy's still here. Yeah. Um, and Raw, the heels are Samoa Joe, question mark. Uh, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Andrade, Jinder Mahal, Eric Young, Bobby Roode, EC3, and Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. In order, in order of importance. Man, I mean, Bobby Roode, EC3, they could do some cool stuff, but they probably won't because Vince doesn't know yeah. how to use them somehow. But then the women scene on Raw before moving on to SmackDown is Sasha Banks, borderline question mark. Yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss, who, um, oh, the, the, that Sami Zayn segment happened. Do you notice how she was like babyface-ish? Was that intentional or is that going to be like... Wasn't is she switching alignments because of the way the division's changing on Raw? I think so. Think? Yeah, I think so. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. She definitely like seemed to suddenly be babyface at some point during that. Oh thing. man, that blows. Yeah, but we have uh, Nia Jax is injured for about a year. Apparently, you're kidding. Oh, that's crazy. That? No, I didn't. No, no. Yeah, she's getting surgery on both of her ACLs. Oh my god, what happened? Yeah, I think it was just wear and tear for a while, and she's finally getting it done. Oof. That sucks. Yeah, so she's gone. I think the timetable is six months to a year, but most people it's more near a year. Two ACLs, yeah, probably closer to a year. So she's out of the picture, and Bailey's gone. So right now you have Becky Lynch floating, obviously, and then you have Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, uh, Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, uh, Natalia, Tamina, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Zelina Vega. And Nikki Cross question mark. And Nikki Cross question mark. Yeah. So that's yeah. raw. Yeah, going to SmackDown. Interested. I'm interested as a, as a Kevin Owens fan as I am as well. Um, how did you feel about the opening of SmackDown with uh, Big O? Oh man, um, is Biggie going to be out for a while? Um, I'm not to my knowledge. I thought it was just going to be about a month or two, but maybe okay. maybe he will be. Because yeah, hopefully he's not out long. Um, I I, I enjoyed it as like a fun, harmless segment, but it also. You know, it was a little, like, I don't know. I just feel like we could probably come up with something better than that whole thing, to be honest. I mean, is it leading to the obvious Kevin Owens turning on them? I hope not. I want to see Kevin Owens as a face for a while, but, I mean. Yeah, yeah but, I, I mean, I, I would like that they're telling a story, and if they build up Kevin Owens as Kofi Kingston's first challenger, I think it could be okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it could be okay for sure. Because Daniel Bryan's apparently injured, too. Oh, really? From WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's serious. I don't think it's his neck. Um, I think it's his knee, I heard. 
Huh. Um, they haven't released a statement on if it's surgery or if it's just like, because AJ was also injured and he's already wrestling again. He, right. he said he had a hip injury. Right. So I feel like it's something like that. Maybe they gave him the night off. I do find it suspicious that he was off this week, though, too. Yeah, I definitely so, noticed so his absence I, I am for the wor- two weeks. I am, I am worried a bit that it could be serious for him. I hope it's not, obviously. Um, if not, I think Owens would by default need to be heel. Almost. Yeah, that sucks, like, man. Like, Because then you have Randy Orton as a top heel. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Or I, Lars I, Sullivan. And you so you have Orton, <sighs> Sullivan, Elias, Buddy Murphy, Killian Dane, and I don't know what they're doing with Chad Gable yet in terms of baby face or heel. And then you have Kingston and Roman on the top, Owens, right. Balor, Ali, Apollo Cruz. That's like the top fifteen SmackDown guys. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I really don't like the idea of having Owens suddenly be buddy buddy with New Day for the sole purpose of turning on New Day. Whenever they do stuff like that, it's like well, the face is gullible then, you know? Yeah, I mean, the only good thing is that he's been good for since upon his return. And even when, you know, Owens took originally Kofi's spot, that he was still talking nicely about him. So at least there's, there's that. You know, there's been a few months of this. But still, I, agree. I, I get what you're saying. Suddenly but. wants to be buddy buddy with them. It should seem a little suspect until he proves himself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we had Finn Balor debuted on SmackDown. Um, he had a really good match with Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Apollo Crews coming to SmackDown. I don't know what's going to happen with him. Probably nothing. Apollo Lars Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lars Sullivan is there. Uh, Elias is there, which I'm, which I'm excited. About. I didn't consider Elias switching. I, th- I think I like it. Yeah, I think, no, he, may, I think he may be bigger on SmackDown than he will be on Raw. Well, oh, okay. I think, say... I think he'll be, he'll be slotted higher. I don't, unless they do the same thing they've been doing, but Raw yeah. has the time to give him 10 minutes to do nothing. I feel like SmackDown would actually put him in feuds and wrestle more yeah well yeah hopefully that's one way to look at it i think it'll just be you know tighter time (laughs) tighter timed segments of him playing guitar probably a little bit less often that's possible i mean i hope not i hope hopefully he feuds more um are we so give me then talk about the or it seems like it's probably too early to talk about vince mcmahon and roman because i'm chomping at the bit um no well we can talk about the women as a whole so yeah the, the the final um the, the the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history. Oh my God! Oh, that was Elias. Um, I think you're mistaken. That was Elias. Right. That's who Vince McMahon apparently, which he thought it was going to be. Yeah. And then yeah. And then it turns out no Roman's actually there too. Surprise Vince somehow yeah. overlooking that for a second. Surprise Vince Roman's here and he's on SmackDown now. And it turns out that what you said about the biggest acquisition could arguably be vindicated now that this thing that you didn't know was going to happen happened. That's a great coincidence. Yeah, right? And he's not even happy about it afterwards. should be like on his knees like, oh, thank you. I, I, in hindsight, Elias was not going to be the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history now that I think about it. Um, so Roman comes out, attacks Elias, and then decides to randomly Superman punch Vince probably to do anything to get the crowd to cheer for him. Um, Roman you, versus Vince. You had mentioned how uh, Elias caught Vince, maybe to like protect Vince from actually taking a bump. Um, yeah. I kind of liked the way that played. I thought Elias's face was really funny when he was holding him, and his like hand was on his face, and Vince's face was very like Austin era. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked it. Vince oh. has been in in the ring not frequently, but you know he let, last year he got a frog splash from Kevin Owens. He you know well, got punched different. by AJ recently. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if it was done for the sole purpose of protecting him. I think it was, to me, funny how Elias played that. Yeah. 
But Elias saving it in the way in his execution shouldn't doesn't justify it happening, you know? Because like I'm just like, well, how did Elias collect himself so quick? He had just been assaulted by Roman Reigns. Now he suddenly not only collected his bearings, but he's ready to catch Vince, like you know. Yeah. Um, well, and that's why Roman wanted to spear him. Really put a put I an guess. exclamation part. Exclamation mark. But it's just like also the Vince, just the idea of Vince versus Roman. Like it's the story from three years ago that nobody believed the first time around. Rehashed. Yeah. Like this. Like you know, I don't know. I texted you. I'm just uh, like <laughs> nobody doesn't know you produced the show, sir. So we all know that if it's happening Does he? here in this arena during the show. You decided it to happen, you know. Really? You're asking. He's asking us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's he's asking us to overlook too much in the heat of the moment. You know. I agree with that. Yeah. By doing stuff like that, like don't. Definitely. The McMahon's can't be caught off guard by a superstar shakeup. You idiot! They wrote it. They wrote the damn thing. That's I am intrigued where Roman fits. I mean, I, I I'm I'm assuming it'll be a program with Elias for at least a month, maybe even a match of Money in the Bank, possibly. Unless they put him in the money to make match. Yeah, maybe. He shouldn't feud. Nobody that just came over to SmackDown from Raw should immediately feud with somebody they could have feuded with on Raw, in my opinion. Oh, no, I agree. It's just like the first. It's like they have have him show up and attack Vince to try to get him him cheered. But the idea of having a sick first feud on SmackDown, maybe that'll get him cheered if he has a really good first program on SmackDown. Not let's not put that much thought into it, but let's have him attack Vince. That'll get some cheers in the moment. The fuck out of here. Well, who would be the, the the sick program? Because like, I mean, Reigns and Dana Bryan we know can have a good match, but we don't know what is up with Daniel. Uh, Roman and Orton we haven't seen in a while. That could be Ugh. built built as a biggish match. Seen it. Um, don't care. Roman and Lars Sullivan will absolutely be a match at some point. Yeah. I almost believe that there you go. if they keep Roman away from the title scene, that could be like a built up SummerSlam match. Yeah, definitely, hundred uh, percent. Speaking of keep Roman away, I'm not from really the, excited about that though. Well, no, <laughs> but it, it's, lose. it's something to do with both of them. I mean, I, I'd I mean, be interested I'm, I'm to see. Really I'd be interested to see it. Fan. I'm not either, but I'd, I'm not that familiar with them, and I'd be interested to see it in the same way I was interested to see uh, Braun Strowman and, and Roman's matches. You know. Let's just put it this way. Lars Sullivan is responsible for the worst NXT championship takeover match. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah, the kick That's that, how I view him. The kick that never happened. <laughs> if you can't get past that, then yeah. I could see why you would have an issue. Um, Another thing I thought that was ridiculous was when Tom Phillips is signing off and he's saying, the future of SmackDown Live, <laughs> the future of WWE, yeah. Roman Reigns is the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history. <laughs> How can anyone even attempt to present him yeah. as the future of WWE uh-huh. when he's been featured, this WrestleMania withstanding, in the last four WrestleMania main events? How is that considered new? It's not. The fact that they're still trying to push him at this level, especially when he was already starting to garner some natural babyface heat, is insane and ridiculous. And it was just the worst way to end the shakeup was with that line. Yeah, totally. It, absolutely insane. Yeah, 100%. Did you hear about there was a, an exchange on social media between, well, not so much of an exchange, but Roman Reigns said that SmackDown is his yard now, and a hashtag big dog on blue, I think, and then Kofi Kingston quoted it and said, oh yeah? Wait, are you saying this as a talking point, or are you forgetting that I'm the one who told you that? Oh, I am forget. I was forgetting that you, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did hear that. Yeah, and okay, I, And sorry. I did think it was interesting. <laughs> 
Yeah, you remember it from when you told it to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. No. I. I well. Yeah. I remember part of it. I yeah. So I don't. Source. I don't. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I like that Kofi Kingston did that because it. You know, he was kind of playing second fiddle a bit in this. Uh, well, even since becoming champion, he hasn't really changed much. Well, yeah. Not that he should change, but he hasn't felt like the top dog on the brand. So I think him doing stuff like that is important. And when they, if they do, I don't think they're going to a Roman Kofi program right away. No, I but don't they, they should do. I would have Roman open up SmackDown next week and then have Kofi come out and kind of play that live, that kind of idea. Yeah. Well, not tease a match yet, but just make it known. Like, yeah, but how no do you dude. do that and not tease a match? Well, you have someone else come out, and that's Kevin Owens. I don't know. You okay, have, uh, yeah. Not, someone Duh. else, you know, and maybe they're a tag team. It probably could lead to a tag team match. I was literally just thinking. I forgot what company I was watching for a second because that's exactly what it would be. By the end of the night, they'd be teaming together. <laughs> so you, like, plant the seeds. Yeah, for down the road. Yeah. I mean, um, I'd like to see. It's intriguing to me, that kind of thing. The real test of Kofi will be if Vince puts Kofi over Roman. Yeah, that's not a test I expect him to pass at this point, but yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, okay, and some other changes we have. I already talked about Balor faced Ali in a good match. Um, Heavy Machinery is now on SmackDown. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Funnier when we do it, I think. Go ahead. Sheamus was also conspicuous by his absence tonight. Yeah. Did they mention that? Because I didn't catch what no. the heels were talking about. I was making fun of them when they were watching the TV, just like, oh, we don't like this. We should rain on their parade so they can have someone to beat tonight. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention, but I don't think he was brought up. Um, there was apparently before the show even started Monday that there were rewrites to Raw because of travel issues or something. Oh, yeah. But I it did doesn't hear seem about like that, that affected many people. I don't know if Seamus is like the only one who was affected, maybe. Yeah. Um, huh. Well, that definitely does, I guess, somewhat reconcile why, you know, a lot of these issues, not a lot, but just could could explain some of the stuff we're talking about, I guess. Yeah, ish. Um, yeah. But the, the SmackDown tag division, we have the Hardys on top, and then we don't have <laughs> Xavier Woods and Big E right now as a tag team. No. We have um, Xavier Woods and Big O, in theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sheamus and Cesaro, assuming Sheamus is good. Yeah, the Barrow. Uh, Rusev and Nakamura, which I can't believe they're still a thing. Yeah. Um, heavy Machinery. Gallows and Anderson, who I think we'll be hearing in a few weeks that they're leaving. I wouldn't be surprised. And Shinsuke the Colognes. So really, that's possibly to have just four teams left. Wow. If Nakamura leaves, Gallows and Anderson leaves, and right now Biggie's injured. So that's ridiculous. They're, uh, but moving on to their women's division, which is amazing. Yeah, after this whole um, thing. We had Charlotte and Carmella wrestle in a very whatever not uh, innocent and probably one of the, they their matches weren't really what? that great but this was a decent match uh, I, I don't know why it happened just a whatever tv match yeah i don't know why it happened um same to show that i guess charlotte's on smackdown and she is better than carmella i guess um i did oh, like that they talked about how this time last year carmella was beating charlotte for the money in the bank yeah so that was, i don't know if that was the reason they did it that's given too much credit i bet probably but uh so we have becky lynch again cutting an unnecessary promo that i think was saved by the iconics saying oh you have two belts well these two belts are better i thought that was a brilliant way to justify them all being in the same segment yeah i guess i, but, I, I but liked it as a way to introduce three people and just set up a, a nothing eight woman tag match to put them over i thought 
why to me what they did was they teased a handful of better opponents for Becky Lynch than Lacey Evans in service of you know bringing those three like I said what I just said bring those three in and giving them a win over the heel team you know did you well, get that impression Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Sane won't be fighting for the singles title we know obviously so she's kind no, of out, know, of, out but, of the loop for that before the tag team thing happened when, who was the first person to get in their faces well, with Bailey has, and Ember Moon those are two better yeah, opponents those are her- her SmackDown opponents. None of them are better. It's she has oh, okay. a rough feud now. She'll have her, okay. her I wasn't, SmackDown feud. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about it like that at that point. But to me, still, it didn't. I, it could have been rewritten because it was weird. I mean, they're both baby faces, so that's still weird. The whole like, just, I I don't think it justified like like you did. I guess yeah. everything they were trying to accomplish. Um, yeah, I didn't really mind it. It's just weird how they just have them come out. The whole shakeup idea is weird. It's the yeah. whole concept of it. Yeah. If it was a draft, then you could establish where they are, and the next week start fresh with these declarations, at least. Yeah. But the first yeah. time we see them is the first time that we see they're on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. What did you think about the? I, I don't. I haven't thought of a name for them, but the Sky Pirates 2.0. No, doesn't even really. The Oscar um, Pirates. When I read the NXT spoilers that they ran an angle that they're running tonight. Uh, so it'll already be shown by the time this is out um, where Kari Sane faces Shayna Baszler. And if she loses, she has to I don't know if she has to leave NXT or if she never gets another NXT Women's Championship match. It's one of those two. Hmm. And she has to Io leave Shirai, NXT and never team with Io Shirai and get a new partner from the same country, sir. <laughs> well, apparently Io Shirai causes a disqualification accidentally. And that leads to Kari Sane losing. And then she says oh. goodbye. So I Man. had known that she was coming up. Cool. I also figured in my head, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I bet that they're going to keep Io Shirai down there, which admittedly they probably should. Oh, really? As much as I think that she's ready to come up and she's great, I think that she's probably going to be the top baby face of NXT for a while, and it maybe it should be that way. That's what it sounds like. I don't like, yeah. think, but I also don't think that means that Kari saying now by default has to have another Japanese tag team partner. But she does. Someone like Asuka who. This is the last thing I think she needs. No, yeah, of even course. if even if they win, even if they win, and it's to me very insulting that Vince probably looks at them and says, "Wow, they're good, really good talents, but there's no way they can get over because no one's going to understand them." So let's put them with Paige because she's under contract and she's a good talker. And Absolution, I like liked because of their whole shtick and like the story about you know her <clears throat> realizing they were putting in the work and like they were all heels and it. What is she? I don't see what it. Nothing. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, what does it she have work. to do with them? Nothing at all. It doesn't work. No. How she found them? Like, what do you mean you found them? No, they were in it. What do you mean? One was on the roster, and one was in NXT. Totally yeah, accessible. I, I was not when as soon as she said Oscar, I said Christ, this is where Kari Sane's coming in. And um, and, and I don't know. They're gonna have sick matches, and I love Kari Sane, and I'm happy that she's on the main roster. And I'm not like, it's not like a death sentence for her. I think she'll eventually mm. make it. Um, but such a far, I, I, so far from a, an ideal way to introduce her to the casual fan. Yeah, absolutely. She has such a sick and unique gimmick, and Asuka too really has such a unique aura and energy. And the idea of really, I honestly hate the idea of taking two single stars that are popular and smushing them together and calling them a tag team. Even though what's her tag team name going to be? Probably Asuka and Kyrie Sane. What's their entrance going to be? Oh, it's probably going to be Asuka coming out and waiting on the stage, and then Kyrie Sane coming out. Like, ugh, you just you lose the effect of all of it by just trying to smush them together, and you know what I mean? 
this, this person's name and this person's name is not the name of a tag team. Don't I hate that, you know? Well, let me start by saying that if, if, if I have the option of Vince needing to come up with a name or keeping their names as is, I will choose the latter option. I guess. Given, I mean, given don't what team happened him. this week on Raw. Don't team them is really the answer that you would come to if you were putting the minimal amount of thought into it. Well, of course. It's the same way okay. that Naomi and Ember Moon both switched. It's very, it's very racial Ugh. to me. Yeah. I didn't even, that didn't even dawn on me. I, I literally was thinking about, I was confusing Naomi and Bailey before just because they're, they both have like bright, colorful gimmicks. Yeah. Um, but breaking down the roster though, you have Charlotte again, Becky's there. Um, you have Charlotte as the lead heel. Um, uh, probably Bailey as the lead face if they can establish her again. Yeah. She didn't sound like um, a face Tuesday. Oscar and Kari Sane are going to be. I guess in the tag team scene, obviously. Apparently. Um, and then uh, Ember Moon. So that's your your yeah. top five is pretty sick. Charlotte yeah. Bailey, Oscar Kari, Saint Ember Moon. I want to see and then Charlotte versus Ember Moon feud right now. Charlotte Ember Moon, Charlotte Kari, Saint. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck um, yeah. Oscar, Oscar well, Ember Moon again. Well, they're in the tag team division though. You're forgetting. Oscar and Bailey. <laughs> yeah, she's again. in the tag team division though. You're forgetting. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I eventually I think right. these matches have to right. happen. It's Definitely. the same thing like I said to you in texting that I didn't say here is that Rey Mysterio and Ray Ricochet, I'll bet a lot of money, but it'll, it'll have to happen before Ray leaves. Oh, my God. Yeah. And if it, it's yeah. not Vince's idea, I bet Ray will ask for it before he, he leaves. I, I would hope he does because it would be criminal that they're both now on the same roster. And if they don't wrestle, that would be if they don't have like a, and they, a good feud. And they've had a match that ESPN documented on the indies because it was such a big deal for them both. Yeah. Back, you know, a, when they were involved. Was that in Lucha Underground? It was in Lucha Underground, but they also wrestled another time. Okay. So I don't know which, which article ESPN covered. But, it was probably um, the other time because Ricochet was under a mask in Lucha Underground. Yeah. Yeah. Prince Puma, was that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you have uh, kind of going lower. You have Carmella. Uh, Liv Morgan is new. Mickey James is new. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville um, are there. And Lana is, I think, there still. See, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, you should have split them up. You know, because there's just two people. Yeah. The Riot yeah, Squad should stay together. I think, Liv Morgan, should, yeah, I think Liv Morgan is just going to be fodder for like a Bailey or an Ember Moon or a Kari Sane. Oh, definitely. When she becomes a singles person, yeah. Definitely. Um, Same with Eric Young on Raw. Just going to be fodder, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I hope he gets for his release soon, too. Yeah. And sadly, it's such a shame, man. With sanity, I, I just I could go on all day. Sanity clicked so well that was it was so perfect. Yeah, it was. And then Miz uh, beat them all up. Yeah, yeah, less so on that occasion. What an unceremonious way to go out too. Oh, hate it. Okay, so we talked about all the shakeup. Is there? I don't think we can be done, can we? There must be things we're missing. Yeah, I was we, sick. I mean, it would be great if we're done because this would be very easy to edit. I mean, I think we are. Awesome. I mean, they're not, you know, the thing is, they're not talking about a pay-per-view. That's bizarre, by the way. This is two weeks in a row, no mention of a pay-per-view. That's got to be a first. Yeah, I'm sure they will next week, because next week will be about a month out. Yeah, next week they're going to have to start. Yeah. I mean, do you want to... Um, who do you think will be in the Money in the Bank? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> well, Haven't thought right, about then. it, so we have time. I'll think about that. All right. That. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking Superstar Shakeup Edition. Excuse me. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the Wishful Booking Experience. Yeah. Uh, my name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at meup to eleven. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Mulcraft. 
Like us on Facebook and Twitter at Wishful Booking and email in your own Wishful Booking at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you guys next week. So long. If I had better time, for every time you walked away, I could afford to not give a shit and buy a drink and drown my day. But your pockets, they are empty, yeah. Mine are times too, so when I'm looking about face and accept the love I sent to you, you're never gonna be content if you don't try. Try to see outside your line. Then you go, you did it again. You act as if there's blindness on your eyes. Should I apologize?